0: following podcast is recorded and produced by the podcast precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The podcast precinct, consistency, creativity, culture. It's friends hold on you. Here's what you gotta do. Bring all the action. You'll get more satisfaction when you bring home all the action. Get a grip. Get a lock. Get a hold on, everyone. You'll have all the thrills, all the fun. Bring home all the action. And now the WWF Superstar. Bring home all the
1: action. Hello, everybody out there, and welcome back. Actually, I don't don't even want to say welcome back. Welcome to a crossover episode where we are dual feeding between Johnny and I's two podcasts here. The retroactive sports podcast and the Nostalgia Funhouse. We thought this episode was just too big to put it on one show.
0: What do you say, Johnny? Yes, uh, that's right. That's correct. I agree with you, Andrew. This is my new speaking voice. I've been listening to a lot of NPR lately and I just think that this is the way you should talk uh, in an audio medium uh, this is as loud as I will get even when I'm angry. I, in fact right now I'm just furious that Andrew decided this change at the right when we got on he was like, Johnny uh, we're going to just record both of these and that other idea we had that you put research into well uh, screw that that doesn't matter and that's fine i mean that's fine with me i'm not mad about that at all i've worked on my anger management and all is well
1: not what you told me johnny (laughs)
0: all right that's a complete lie my research was i googled uh movies from eras yeah Uh, that was my research for that but no, we're doing something fun here andrew i've decided that in today's realm of pop cultureness what's the big thing going on that of course is the idea of multiverses, right? That's a yes. big thing and a lot of stuff going on. So I'm on, I have a number of podcasts, and I've decided that this is the Johnny Podcast Multiverse. They're all connected somehow, and that's by me. And today we're connecting two podcasts with Andrew and myself. So you're either going to be listening to this on our, uh, on our sports one or on our pop culture one. And guess what? It's, it's it's going to be the same. It doesn't matter which one you listen to. Or, if you want to get crazy,
1: listen to them. Uh, Let's get two, nuts.
0: Two different feeds at the same time. Oh, do Dueling feeds. Dueling. Do that. Do that and uh, make people question your sanity. That's the greatest thing. I love doing that. Yeah. I I do that a lot. <laughs> Andrew, what, what did we decide, which is so big, such a big idea that we're going to put it and would actually fit. Both a sports uh, podcast and the Nostalgia Funhouse. So, uh, there. This is going to be a two-parter, but the
1: second part will be only on the retroactive one, because this one up the road is too big. So, Johnny, we're wrestling fans. That's uh, right. Uh, I think you probably keep up with it a little bit more than I do, but we both love the pageantry, the showmanship, the athleticism. And this goes out to the guy that called Andre the Giant not a legitimate athlete on our Facebook page. Shame, okay. Sir. Oh, I gonna, I forgot I'm to I'm tell you about that.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to go back to my NPR voice for this one because that really, and I mean as nice as I can, pisses me off. I, <laughs> it, it made me mad too. I'm legitimately great about that. If you don't think Andre the giant was an athlete, then you don't know anything about Andre the giant there. I said it stand by it.
1: So we are drafting between probably the two greatest eras in wrestling history, and we are going to pin these two eras <laughs> together. That is the golden age of wrestling. From what I understand is 82 to 92. Right. Yep. Against that wacky, crazy era of the attitude era, which some people say not quite known where, but 97 to 2002.
0: Yeah. Basically, if you're in pro wrestling, this, is the era of uh, the money, not wars, as I say, yes. is that era. So uh, this is going to be fun, but which are we doing for both shows? Andrew, we're doing the draft. So we are drafting. We
1: have to make 10 picks in each era. So we're going 20
0: rounds. That's the other reason why we were like, Hey, let's combine this. Yeah. I don't want to record four hours. I'm not, we're not Jim Cornette. Okay. We can't do four hours of, of wrestling talk. We just can't. And I won't do it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could get you. If I'm yeah. like, if I mentioned Mick Foley
1: enough times in a row.
0: Yeah. That's uh, yeah fair. Fair.
1: So we can only pick wrestlers from that era. So from either one of those areas, which a lot of wrestlers
0: cross over.
1: Yes. So if we pick a certain so, <laughs> wrestler. We have to define what era
0: we're picking them from. Agreed. Yeah. Let's go ahead and set some rules here. I like this. Um, Obviously, if I pick one or you pick one and that wrestler's off the board, can't be picked again. Nope. I'm going to go ahead and say that they can't be. Are, do you think different versions? Let's just use the easy one. Hulk Hogan for an example. Uh, 80s Hulk Hogan is different from NWO Hulk Hogan, right? Yes. Or Hollywood Hogan as he went by. Do you consider them both a pick each or if you take Hogan and the other Hogan's off the board? No.
1: Once Hogan's gone, Hogan's gone.
0: I agree with this. Okay.
1: Okay. Because I am that guy that like when we're playing a sports game and if you're like, I want to be the Lakers and I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to be the Lakers. And the other person's like, well, I'm going to be the Lakers too. No.
0: Yeah. I can't do that. It's Highlander, baby.
1: There yeah, can only be there one. can only
0: be one and you got to behead me if you want to take my place <laughs> yes so please you, please don't please don't behead me if you're like I want Hollywood so you pick Hollywood
1: I cannot pick Hulk anyway gotcha. also tag teams tag teams will count as one
0: pick we got to have at least one tag team match on the card so yep. we each gotta so we be- each we each have to pick one tag team in our draft yep for for each era yes agreed uh, <laughs> I think that's pretty much the only really
1: rules that there was other than that. As long as they fall between those time periods, they're up for grabs because really if you think about it, this is WWF regaining control from WCW and pretty much the rise of WWF eras right here, the end of the
0: terror yeah. series and in the golden era. <laughs> yes. Um I'm going to throw in a wrinkle here Throw i didn't it. discuss this with you and it's purely because i just now thought about it <laughs> feel free to veto this idea i also say that we're technically going to do 11 picks because the extra pick is we each get to pick a uh a manager uh slash somebody who would go to the ring with them. you know what i'm talking about like your bobby oh, heenan's cool. or your paul Heyman's. okay or if we do or if we pick the
1: person do we get the manager no, let's just, I'd like that. I, like, I think we just do, I think we
0: pick the manager. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, are we, I ready? say we start with the golden era first, don't you think? I would say just whatever comes up. Oh, that's going to confuse the living heck out of me. I, I, <laughs> that is why I have a handy dandy notebook with a pen here. My brain won't allow me to go back and forth. So, I guess I'm. I won't force you to do it. I'm going to start in the golden era and then go okay. to the next one personally. You can do it however you wish, but All that's right. just for my brain so I don't <laughs> get confused.
1: I was just going to go with whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, usually we're the other way around with this stuff, folks. You say, so you know, usually I'm the one with whatever, and Andrew's the one with. We gotta let's yeah. Let's have some sort of structure here. <laughs> this is very <laughs>
1: odd. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is definitely the multiverse is clashing here. I think so. That. All right. So I have the handy dandy uh, coin flipper. You you call this time. I called last time. Oh, okay. Uh. Well, no, because that's not fair, because I can see what it landed on when I went to the coin toss.
0: I mean, I can't see it either way, so it doesn't matter. Right? Well, I can make you see it. <laughs> well, that sounded really rude. It's, on,
1: it's on tails right now.
0: Okay, well then I pick Sonic
1: <laughs> in the in the words of uh, Tom Hanks in The Terminal, fifty fifty.
0: That's uh, right. I'll go. I'll go heads. I'll call heads. I, you
1: know what? That was funny because I was going to say. Oh, here we go, and it's heads. All right. <laughs> okay. Are we, we're not doing sh- Snake. We're just going to go for a
0: second. All right. I like that. All right. Um, the this is a lot of pressure on this number one pick because I think that there's for two huge guys. Yeah, that are very obvious here. I got to go I got to go just purely because I love seeing how certain people would take his finishing maneuver. I got to go stone cold Steve Austin. Stone cold. No stunning Steve Austin? Oh no, he wouldn't be able. No, I'm picking the stone cold. Would you could you imagine if I said no, I want the stunning Steve Austin. I'm actually <laughs> Who good. was still quite good, don't get me wrong, but you know, stone cold is literally what brought in this era of the most popular pro wrestling had it ever been was when stone cold got huge. And, uh, and what's really more odd about that is he was actually injured quite a lot during this when he got really big, yeah. honestly. And the other thing that I love, I love that people don't think about is the infamous, the infamous moment when he stuns Vince McMahon and that kind of sets off this Vince versus stone cold thing. The storyline is, and I think there was actual truth to it, that Stone Cold was hurt, legit hurt. And Vince McMahon was like, We you just can't wrestle because you're hurt. I'm looking out for you. That was legit the reason. So Stone Cold stuns him and Vince McMahon's the bad guy because it didn't want Stone Cold to continue to hurt himself. <laughs>
1: that's a that's a first for McMahon, probably. <laughs> well probably knew well, the money. I
0: don't oh man, I do not want to defend Vince McMahon at all. But you'll hear tales like, Mick Foley has a very great story of after that very famous Hell in a Cell match where Vince was like, thank you for what you did, but never, ever do that again type of things. You know what I mean? So I do think he, depending on who you are, I would suppose he cares. Yeah, <laughs> Stone Cold makes you a lot of money. You know what? You know? All right, So pain. Stone Cold's off the board. I'm taking Stone Cold. This is even after I said I was going to do Golden Era first, by the way. I went against yeah. my own rule. So I guess I'm doing... Uh, <laughs> late 90s early 2000s first <laughs> I gotta go
1: I gotta you know what I gotta eat my prayers I say my vitamin yeah. my
0: prayers <laughs> You gotta eat your prayers. <laughs> my vitamin you <laughs> <your> my prayers <laughs> my brain is so got to say your vitamins B plus I'm gonna go C.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go Hulk Hogan for some golden era fun
0: yeah
1: because I would still say he's the biggest star in the 80s Oh, yeah, no question. Biggest star in the 80s, probably the biggest athlete in the 80s at this point.
0: He's, he's, yeah. I mean, I, f- maybe you could throw in magic and bird a little bit there, maybe some cream, uh, but that's just basketball. And that's I prefer shiner too, then. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? You know, sugar, salt, pepper. You need all the condiments. Well, you said maybe, maybe put in some cream. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you were doing, I'm on board with you. Yeah, you got to put in some cream and, they, and it rises to the top, as a certain wrestler would say. <laughs> All right. So the two big ones are off the board. I think those are probably the consensus first two picks. Yes. All right. So now it's Wild Wild West. Uh, Wild Wild West, Jim West, Desperado. I, okay. I I got to go with my heart here. You already know who I'm going to pick. Technically, I'm getting three wrestlers in one with this one. Uh, yeah. I would say you could go either way with it, each one of these, because they're yeah. all in the same. But just for sticking to the rules, I'm going to go Mankind McFoley here. Okay. Just because that's the McFoley that I was introduced to as the first one that I knew and instantly gravitated towards, in my opinion, one of the greatest talkers of all sports entertainment, as they like to be called criminally somehow gets left off of a lot of those lists which I do not understand uh how do you not include McFoley as one of the greatest talkers i mean even when he was in ecw he was just incredible i think it's the cryptic promo
1: of mankind there's a I, lot of the gimmicky stuff
0: but I, still but but even that, that stuff's good though like his his i feel his stuff was good. even when he's in the dungeon with the jim Cornette's rat he's great <laughs> you know george yeah, with George. <laughs> so I got to go with Mankind Mick Foley here because he was one of those rare ones. And there's a few wrestlers who can do this, but there's not very many who can do comedy. But, and you would laugh and are very funny, but it takes away none of the credibility at all. Yeah. Crap.
1: got to do it. Do you smell that Johnny? It doesn't matter what you're smelling. You know, i oh, taking the rude man. <laughs> I'm going with the rock. I got it. I understand it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, tr- I caught you there. Caught you. Yeah. Yeah. You snoozing. Gotta go with the rock. If, if I can't get stone cold, I gotta go with the rock. Probably the macho man of the attitude era,
0: man. I, I love, love macho man. But I would say the rock was probably bigger than macho man. Just when just set a popularity. I would think. And crossover wise macho did crossover. I mean, he's I mean, heck he, he fought Spider-Man for crying out loud, but uh, you know, the rock is
1: that he did research for like 30 years to do that role.
0: I know that's incredible, right? He pro wrestled research for 30 years just to be a bone saw. Pretty incredible. Yes, man. It really is. (laughs) All right. Okay. I'm man. That's a big one to take off the board too. Yeah. All right. This is our own personal drafts. Yes. Um, Okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <clears throat> to me, this guy was the one guy that I think the WWF wished they could have during the whole Money night area. He's the one guy who never, ever went over there until way, 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 way late. I'm going with, uh, crow sting here crow sting. crow sting who if you go back and watch <laughs> calm down ladies Uh keep your uh, underwear on I have went back and watched uh, nitros WCW nitros the gimmick when he first got into that gimmick was you would see him in the rafters the, the velociraptors you would see him in those and he wouldn't speak like, I was just thinking he wouldn't talk. He didn't talk for months, I don't think. And it was such a big deal because he was just set to dress in all black with the white face paint and he looked really freaking cool. <laughs> so, uh, and <clears throat> side note also, you know, I'm very, uh, me and my mama are quite close. I love my mama. And one of her favorite all the time, besides the Rock and Roll Express, was Sting. She loves Sting. So I got I got to take Sting not only for myself, but, you know, for my mama. I didn't watch wrestling for, like,
1: probably after 93, so a good four years. Yeah. Until after WrestleMania 14. And then I saw Sting. I'm like, that's not Sting.
0: <laughs> Very different, <laughs> but, right? Yeah.
1: But it is. But it is Sting. Oh, geez. Who do I got? I'm trying to think of, like, some uh, some WCW guys, but there's a lot of guys that I think I could get later on. Oh, man. I'm going to go with Bret Hart's favorite wrestler. <laughs> uh Goldberg. I think th- I think I know where I'm going with this and I think I might have some fun with this later on. <laughs> Only the- right.
0: That's uh that's a good pick. I would have picked him. He was uh, one of my favorite wrestlers t- during that era when I was growing up. So Bret Hart probably would have hated me. Uh, I would- that would which would have made me sad because I like Bret Hart, but I almost went with Das Wonder Kid, but
1: I figured that would be a little bit too high. <laughs> and for you, really, Brent really, Hart-Hart. yeah,
0: that's a that's a deep cut. <laughs> I oh, think I could do the dance. <laughs> oh man, oh man. Um, we speak all right. highly of Das Wonder Kid on the show. Oh yeah, yeah, and then he came back as. Berlin or something like that. Yeah,
1: Berlin because he got paired with that guy, the wall. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, Vince Russo, how you ruin everything. All right, My next pick is Major Rex. Ranks- no, just kidding. Just kidding. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Even though like Hugh Morris is a, a fantastic wrestler. How do you get a play two play on words? That's names. Well, the best part was was when Huge Erection would actually come to the ring with Major Guns. Oh, uh, it's a great one-two combo there. Uh, you'll never guess why she was named Major Guns. You'll never get it in a million years. Never.
1: That's when they transfer uh, Booker T there for a little bit back to G.I. Bro. Yes.
0: <laughs> all, right. Um, all right. I want to take this guy because... Man, he's sort of kind of caught in the middle of these two eras, but he really comes to his own, I think, in the attitude era. And during this late 90s run against his quote unquote brother, uh, it's got to be, it's got to be Kane. I'm going to go Kane here. Even when he was, I remember Andrew being on the edge of my seat when he was going to unmask because you never, you legit never saw this guy without this mask on and he takes off the mask and he's just like it's just this bald guy <laughs> like he he looks like a guy <laughs> so, because this is before I know he was a dentist
1: before all this so kane is one of the reasons why i got back into wrestling
0: yeah. oddly enough and it wasn't no, i get it he's so he's an interesting fascinating character who undertaker tried to light on fire multiple times like i uh what
1: like a stone cold was cool, but Kane and the rock drew me back in and the giant. I used to have the giant t-shirt. It wasn't a giant. Well, the giant was on the t-shirt. Well, I was a big guy, so I guess you could say either way. It was a giant t-shirt. <laughs> uh Let's see. Where can I go here? You know what? I'm going to,
0: I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Andre. I, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm seeing the era of my ways of sticking to one era first. (laughs) I'm going to go with Andre
1: the Giant. That is my showstopper. My attraction. Well, not so much showstopper, but attraction right there is Mr. Andre the Giant.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. And I get like
1: good Andre because we got in like 82. So he's still he's still a movable person.
0: Yeah, he still got a little left in the tank there. Okay, I'll see your Andre, and I'll raise you a big sexy. And I'm going to go Kevin Nash here because not only do I get big sexy Kevin Nash, uh, I get the one of the greatest matches of all time when he was finger poked to do, and also, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and also he. I don't want to brag, but he stood up against the Teenage Ninja Turtles. Sure, sure, he brought the pier down upon himself, but he did it. He's finger-poked to doom himself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. All right. um, I'm going to go The Undertaker. Teddy Long would be proud of me.
0: For sure. Definitely.
1: Because I have an amazing idea with him. And obviously, Attitude Era. I want Attitude Era Undertaker.
0: Yeah, as long as you don't say badass motorcycle riding. No, 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 no. I actually, I kind of like that in a way. I'm not gonna lie. That is that's more like the actual person. It, but I prefer, I prefer you know, that I want one. My Undertaker walking into the ring during a thunderstorm is what I want personally. I
1: I, I think it was a good change of pace. Uh, he had been cool.
0: that Undertaker for a long time. And I don't blame him for wanting to change it up, because uh, he literally had been doing that for what twenty plus years or something at that point. Oh like yeah, that. yeah. So I get it. I'm not mad at it. I Understand it. But you know, I just can't. I just can't accept the Undertaker, one of the greatest legends of our time, going to the ring with Lip Biscuits rolling, 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 playing in the background. Wasn't I it won't a, do it. It was American Badass there for a while.
1: Yeah, but I just
0: rolling, rolling, rolling.
1: Yeah, I still need that
0: bell, that doom. Yeah, me too. I mean, uh, pro wrestlers' theme music is a show for another time. Yeah. Oh, that's a <laughs> show by itself. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I already took Kevin Nash. I think it's time for me to take the other guy, the other outsider. I'm going. And honestly, had one of the coolest finishing maneuvers, uh, in my very opinion. Well,
1: protected too.
0: Yes. Yes, very much so. And we're going Scott Hall here. Gotta go Scott Hall, one of the coolest there ever was. And he was one of those wrestlers when, you know, it was all coming out, he was going through that hard time uh, in his personal life. Like, it really bummed me out because I just like this guy so much, you know. Um, And another one, when he passed away, really sucked. So, uh, but Scott Hall, man, I remember (laughs) my favorite things was he went through the, when he was in NWO, he went through this. This uh this time where he would do these he would get to the ring, and grab a mic, and he would he would quote unquote ask the crowd why they were there. And are you here for and he'd always do it this way, are you here for a WCW? I don't know
1: how people do that. WCW.
0: <laughs> yeah, making a as southern responsible. As <laughs> or for the N W O. So I gotta go I I gotta go Scott Hall here.
1: All right. I am gonna go. With one of your co-hosts on the panel discussion,
0: <laughs> you can't pick Shaq. He's a basketball.
1: Oh, oh no, baby! I'm going with Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> dusty Rhodes all day, baby. Obviously, Golden Era. I'm
0: Damn. not doing
1: that attitude. ECW Dusty. I want. I want good Dusty. I want. Hey, he was in NWO, NWO for like times. Dusty.
0: He's in the NWO for like a month. Yeah.
1: They that they do it like the, the whole. Right? I had a whole episode idea for Johnny and I that we probably we put on the back burner because it, it's a good idea, might be a good little YouTube video because it can be done real quick. Yeah, like just going through the list of MWO people and thinking about the people that we should just kick out.
0: Yeah, it'd be it'd be a lot. So my next pick is Virgil. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> do you want Virgil or Vincent? <laughs> oh <laughs> that's you to know, i'm gonna i'm gonna need an hour to, to think well, about this picked,
1: if we go brutus beefcake man there's good do you want the disciple disciple or <laughs> or do you want your, your haircut which one is i could have gone my whole entire life in peace knowing that brutus barber beefcake was the like i just didn't want to know that he was the disciple yeah if the disciple looked so cool And intimidating. And then when somebody was like, that's, that's Brutus beefcake. And I'm like, I'm out.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I wanted to do the (laughs) Seinfeld, slap my money, slap the remote on the table and go, I'm done. I'm I'm not watching this anymore.
0: Yeah, I got it. I understand. All right. uh, Now I'm going to have some fun with my next picks. As long as you don't pick them. Uh, I got to go with the guy who. I remember when I first, when I was a uh, when I was younger and I saw this guy. I was like, man, I don't get why he's when people like him. But then as I got older, I was like, this guy freaking rules, and I became a huge fan. And he's today he's one of my all time favorites. Um, but I'm gonna take him during this golden, uh, di- not the golden era during his personal golden era, which would be right between his WCW and his WWE run, kind of right in there. Uh, I'm gonna go with Latino. Heat himself. I'm going to Eddie Guerrero here. There we go incredible matches, incredible. Anytime he got on the mic, if you go back and and just watch him and listen to him, he just kind of, you just, he just kind of oozes, uh, chisme. Yes. I had to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, charisma too. He, oh. he had everything. And to this day, I mean, there's been great frog splashes. Don't get me wrong. Rob Van dams is pretty great. But I will always, always say Eddie Guerrero had the best one, so I'm going Eddie Guerrero with my next pick here. Very.
1: I wish the NW or the LWO would have worked.
0: Well, the only reason they had some great wrestlers in it, that's for sure.
1: Um, Do you hear that in the background?
0: I don't hear anything on my end.
1: It sounds like bagpipes over here. Don't don't do this to me. This this is why you gotta switch. This is why you gotta switch. My brain won't let me do it. This is why you gotta switch. I'm so I'm going with hot rod, baby. Golden era. I'm not
0: going to have anyone to pick.
1: (laughs) Golden (laughs) era hot rod, yeah, because you're at seven with attitude era. Oh, god,
0: blast. Golden era, Roddy, Roddy Piper. That's one of my all-time favorite wrestlers ever. Um, Oh, yeah. Great in the ring. Great on the mic. Great in the
1: movies. Yeah. All right. Um, Shocked me when he was on that softcore Cinemax movie. I like, wait.
0: (laughs) Roddy? What are you... Wait, no, Roddy! (laughs) (laughs) Childhood ruined. Well, I'm about to ruin your list, and I'm going to just... I think I have to start choosing from the golden era. Or I will not have anyone left. I want to go macho man here. All right. I want to take macho yeah. man. Just even just for the promos alone. I mean, let alone how great he was in the ring. And again, he fought Spider-Man. So yeah. macho man. I'm going to snap into a slim gym and choose the macho man. Randy Savage the madness. The madness. Of the macho Man.
1: Oh, yeah. I need a golden hair guy. Oh, why not pick? Woo. Oh, God, got <laughs> it. <laughs> Ric Flair, baby. Good Ric Flair. Not old man Ric Flair. Good Ric Flair. Ric Flair that I hated. I just hated growing up. The Nick Chaboy. <laughs>
0: oh, God. All right, I'll see your mom. I'll see. I'll see your, uh, Ric Flair, and I'll raise you, the one man who was ever able to stop Goldberg's spear, and I don't, I don't know why he doesn't talk about that more as much as he talks about Goldberg. I got to go Bret Hart. Ooh, I'm guessing Attitude Era Bret Hart. There. No, no, you're going I'm Golden Era. I'm going Golden Era Bret Hart.
1: Yeah, he does fit in there. Just yep, there's a little bit in there as the single competitor.
0: That's right. Taking Uh, them right there. It hurts me
1: to put him down (laughs) as golden era. Yep. And there's no anvil (laughs) just out, just out. Where's the anvil? I was never really too good at picking favorite people in tag teams. I can say I wasn't a Marty genetic guy. No, but
0: I wasn't either, but I am also always usually when it comes to tag teams, and one guy's always more popular for whatever reason. I always gravitated to the less popular guy almost every time. Like I'm a Matt Hardy guy, you know. I know people love Jeff, and Jeff's great, but at the end of the day, I thought Jeff just jumped off high things. <laughs> he still does. And don't get me wrong, I would never do any of that. So he's got he's got some major cojones, as they say. But uh, yeah, and Matt was super cool to me that one time I met him. Doesn't take a lot to to make me a fan of yours for life, and he did it. And then get I got long. depressed when I watched him walk, just like McFoley. They uh they don't get around very well. No, and I can't believe Matt Hardy's still doing what he's doing. He needs a, I just wish he wouldn't hit his head all the time. But anyway, okay. <laughs> you made it sound like you can't like oh, learn like how to walk. <laughs> <laughs> I just
1: I wish he wanted, I'm trying to get him to walk and teach him to walk, but <laughs>
0: that's not what I meant. <laughs> I just don't want him to hit his head all the time. All side note, uh on apple plus there's this incredible amazing documentary about michael j fox mm-hmm. uh, it, it's incredibly moving and you will get emotional watching it especially since man you grew up with this guy being like one of the biggest stars and such a one of my favorite actors ever yeah and just to see how parkinson's has just riddled him and how he act- and watching him walk just watching him walk for the first time destroyed me <laughs> I
1: I saw him on stage with Christopher Lloyd, like a little and I was like, oh,
0: and he falls all the time because he can't help it. It's it's, and he's always breaking bones and stuff because of that anyway, uh, go watch. It's an incredible documentary. Oh, I just had somebody thanks a lot.
1: Oh, I'm going to go with my favorite wrestler of all time, even though my favorite wrestling podcaster doesn't really enjoy him. I do because he was the guy that got me to watch WCW and i'm going to go with chris jericho that's right
0: he was going to he was on my list for my next uh, golden not golden era for the attitude era for sure i love me some chris jericho his wc, WC uh, stuff is very underrated by the way Oh,
1: that whole thing he did with goldberg calling him greenberg and everything else and stuff he did with d malenko was incredible he oh, <laughs> to this day I see a picture of Dean Malenko I refer to him as Stinko Malenko I just just have to
0: I don't know why I refer to him as the man with one less hold than Chris Jericho yeah
1: (laughs) I, I think one of Chris Jericho's very underrated runs too that I really enjoyed and I was like I don't think I want to watch wrestling anymore yeah but drew me back into it was his whole list gimmick and when him and kevin owens were best friends
0: yes yes I, to this day it's one of the best segments ever there uh when he takes the list and he realizes his name's on it oh man so well done it's it's so great i used to do that all the time
1: because i would yeah. every time somebody made me mad he even put the i sent it to my brother what was it hurricane irma that hit Florida and my brother was like in the middle of Hurricane Irma and he put Hurricane Irma on the list he went through you want to ruin people's lives huh huh you and he did the whole bit on this video and he was like guess what Hurricane Irma you just made the list <laughs> <laughs> so for him to put a hurricane on a list and not the hurricane
0: we're not yeah. talking about Shane Helms well I'm going to continue my golden era run here and I'm gonna go Jake the snake uh master of the DDt one of the few wrestlers who would talk and you would listen and he didn't have to yell at you, which is always impressive to me or throw uh, especially as I get older and I notice everybody's just yelling
1: <laughs> or throw a beer can at your head
0: <laughs> shout out to Matt, uh, shout out to Matt. Uh, <laughs> I hope you learned to duck <laughs> uh, yeah it's uh, this is another way I could tell that I hit forty Andrew is. I'll be browsing YouTube and, you know, it'll play a little preview of the video if you stay on it for a little yeah. bit. And it's like just a, a younger person looking at the camera and they're talking like this at you. Oh. Hey, can you get ready for this? We're going to talk. And it's a subject. You're like, I'm interested in this subject, but they're yelling and shouting at me and I just can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it either. I can. Uh, so here's what we're trying to say. uh, uh Talk. Calm, calm yeah. down. <laughs> yeah. Relax. Chill out. Yeah. <laughs> have a
1: beer and throw it at Matt Johnson's head.
0: <laughs> what if he made a gimmick out of that? People throw beers at his head. <laughs> they could have like Aped put in a the like... ring together. <laughs> Jake would just shotgun a beer and then
1: throw it at Matt's head.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> would I wonder if Matt made a crapload load of money if he would be okay with that gimmick.
0: I don't know. I'm. Get, I, whenever Matt talks about it, we're putting words in Matt's mouth here. Yes. But whenever Matt talks about it, it's not necessarily a happy memory for him. No. So I, don't, no.
1: I don't know. I, I think it's one of the reasons why Matt was like, wrestling is not for me. Matt is way too good of a person. From, and what I understand about the wrestling business, he is way too good of a person to be in the wrestling business.
0: Yeah. It's a, you have to deal with a lot. That's for sure. All right,
1: where am I at? You took Bret Hart, but then I took Hot Rod. Yep. I got an idea here, and this guy didn't suck, but a lot
0: of people said he did, and that is uh, Kurt Angle. Ah, uh, man, I was hoping he'd stick around. I was hoping you forgot about him.
1: Well, we were talking about Matt, and it popped in my head.
0: <laughs> yeah, I you know
1: how much Matt loves Kurt Angle, and I guess he wanted. to gold medal with a broken freaking neck i've
0: heard that before yeah that's the rumor going around that is the rumor that is the rumor it's he's also the other guy when i think of someone who can do comedy but takes away none of his credibility when it comes to his oh, stuff.
1: so great i still yeah. am just a sexy kurt
0: <laughs> I, I still think about him wearing a cowboy hat <laughs> And trying to sing with a ukulele. Uh, that's just such an incredible thing. And then he would turn it on and you wouldn't laugh at him in the ring, I tell you that much, because he would destroy you. But yeah, oh. oh man. Great pick.
1: Shout out to the late great Sherry Martel.
0: Oh yes, yes.
1: I couldn't believe she was Peggy Sue. <laughs> <laughs> that's another deep cut. For <laughs> wrestling fans if you
0: to look up. You're like, All right. Who-?
1: Who's Peggy Sue? All
0: right, Golden Era here. All right. And the only person to wrestle and destroy people that way and uh help defeat Cobra? No, that's what <laughs> I wanted. Damn it. I should have picked him first. Oh. <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter is my next pick. For my golden era team. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe you lamped him. I thought you would have got him quick. I would have, I wanted
1: him, but I was like, I was going to be sneaky. I thought it was going to be sneaky, go with Kurt Angle, because, but I should have known you're on a golden era kick right now. So, <laughs> damn it.
0: Had to do it. Had to do it.
1: Okay. I'm going to go with this man, uh, recently passed away um he was no jabroni no jabroni at all first got to use the word jabroni from what i understand in the wrestling business and i'm going with sheiky baby the iron sheik
0: That's a that's a really good pick sheiky baby really really
1: good pick winner of the gimmick battle royal at what wrestlemania 17 i think so right uh, yeah man that's a great
0: pick good gosh
1: it's Shiki baby Hulk Hogan
0: oh I know I'm going to go with next golden era here though he kind of could fit both I guess technically but I'm going to use golden era which would probably be when he's well obviously be when he's younger and he got around even better and he was in one of the first Nintendo wrestling games I ever played I'm going bam 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 bigelow Great, golden man. era Pick here, going golden era, bam, bam, yeah, man, do just that's that's in the era of when you see a big guy like that doing cartwheels and freaking doing flips and stuff was incredible. Now, if you're a big guy and you don't do those things, you're like, why does this guy even wrestle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but during this era, like it was incredible to see this stuff, and he just had. I mean, you just see this look of this guy with the flames tattooed on his head and, the, uh, you know, in the uh, and the suit he would always wear to the ring or it, his outfit, whatever you'd call it with the flames on it and stuff. He just looked so freaking cool to me every time. Oh,
1: my goodness. How did I leave this guy off? Because you know what? He is the perfect pick. Mr. Oh, Perfect. Man. That's right. Not Kurt Henning. Mr. Perfect.
0: That's a great pick. All right. You're going to be really mad at me for my next pick. Oh, you! Are... I can't believe you've left him to still be here to be picked as I continue my golden era kick here. No, you're not going to do it to me. Please tell me it's not who I think it is. Andrew, if you're, if you have a car and yeah, it breaks oh, down man. and you can't drive it anymore, where do they throw that car? into the junkyard
1: So no, no, they take it to a used car salesman or they sell it to the million dollar man Ted DiBiase so you're taking the million dollar man okay
0: next. no I'm I, junkyard I, the, I'm t- <laughs> I think you'd be so mad at me. This but is I Piper, huh? yeah this is what happens when you take my Roddy Piper I would have take your junkyard dog Oh, uh, <laughs> I was hoping like you would just slide no he's the man he's so great underrated promo guy too by the way junkyard dog I love love the junkyard dog voice just so easily likable too right he's just one of those guys like he just immediately like this guy when you when he's on your screen what a likable dude uh his story is just so sad how it ends but uh during the golden era though there was one of the biggest stars is, is junkyard dog junkyard dog baby
1: thump uh Let's see. I'm trying to. Oh, I could go either way. I'm. I'm evened up now. Oh man, I got one more to be evened up. Yes. So yep, your seven attitude era. Yep, six golden era. Um, six and six with both. Damn it. Who do I want? Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with Mister PPV RVD. The whole and <laughs> show. Rob Van Dam. I felt as an ECW fan, if I did not take an ECW guy, I was not going to do this list justice.
0: Oh, man. I'm trying to decide who I want to take next. There's a lot of really good Golden Era people still around here. There's Yeah, there's... Mm, but my other issue is, so many people I'm gonna, I want to say for the other era. Oh, man. this is tough yeah that's why i love doing these like okay i know i know oh man is he oh you're gonna take
1: b brian blair oh, <laughs> or or are you gonna take your tag team with the keller
0: bees right now <laughs> oh man oh gosh all right this is just tough for me i'm trying to decide okay i'll just ask you would you consider owen hart golden era I consider him either one, because
1: 92, he kind of he was. um, Was he in that tag team with Coco High Energy? I think so. Yes, ninety one to ninety nine, and then High Energy was ninety one to ninety three. So you can, I would say you could take Golden Era Brett or Golden Era Owen.
0: Well, see, when Owen, the reason I even asked, though, well, sadly, obviously, that tragedy happens, like kind of right on the cusp of Attitude Era, really. Yeah, um, and he kind of his biggest moments are obviously like kind of in the middle between the two. He was sort of one of those bridges between these two eras in a way. I would, I would say he goes. But if you're going to allow it, I'm going to take him for Golden Era.
1: I would. I got no problem with Golden Era. He was there, right? Owen Hart. Owen Hart by himself a little bit and i won't Owen make Hart you do blue blazer time.
0: thank you blue blazer was fine and he made it work because he's so good yeah but i will Owen Hart. yeah oh yeah
1: not a problem yeah because that's when he would work like uh i remember that it was high energy and the new foundation
0: new foundation is what i remember yeah you don't remember high energy with him a coco i remember coco obviously but i don't i don't I, I mean I I went back and knew and saw some of it but I don't remember him growing up I definitely remember new generation stuff or new Federation
1: I think I'm gonna take this guy because he kind of intrigued me watching uh his dark side of the ring yeah and everything else is uh it it's what do I want though do I want Adrian Adonis or do I want adorable Adrian Adonis well' is he, up, he comes to me either way so I'm gonna go with Adrian Adonis, and when I make my card, I'll make the pick there. I think that would probably be the best way <laughs> to do it because
0: both of it. I mean, his gimmick is uh, he's only in the Golden Era. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. All right, so now I'm tied, so I can go either. Yeah, either sides. Um. Oh man. Mm, I I am I am thinking. I'm trying to think of. My issue here is, is, do I want to take this one guy by himself or as my tag team? And that's what I'm trying to think of. Oh, no. Oh, good gosh. Who do you got? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's gonna right, be- I'm just I'm
0: just going to do Brain Busters. I'm doing Brain Busters. Oh. I almost want him to take Art Anderson by himself because he's one of my all-time favorites. But you want but that in there? But I gotta throw some Tully in there. Uh any I mean, they're probably most famously because that was their WWF run was the brainbusters, but I liked them prior to that. If you go back and watch old tag team matches with these these two, oh man. They they're doing what the good tag teams now, like FTR do now. Like you can tell they were really influenced by these just great in ring stuff of uh, just smart heel bad guy tag team wrestling is what these two excelled at. And Arn Anderson, also one of the underrated talkers too, again, which is a big deal to me. So I'm going to go, I'll just say brain busters. Cause I think that's probably the one most people remember when they went, even though they wouldn't actually in the WWF for super long. Now I'm
1: going to go road warriors.
0: That's yeah. That's a good pick.
1: <laughs> I just got to get this done golden era not no lod 2000 not legion of doom because i've learned throughout history the road warriors are better than legion of doom (laughs) i just if you watch anything old with them once that i am iron man hits i that's a pop that is just absolutely crazy
0: yes yes all right i'm going to take my other tag team Uh, I'm going to go with my my Attitude Era tag team, and i got to go Hardy Boys. I have to go Hardy Boys. i got to take them. I'm from North Carolina. If I don't take these guys, I'd probably be kicked out of the state on top of that. But they were legit my favorite tag team. Between them and Edge and Christian was the two I was trying to choose between because I'm a giant Christian mark, just so people know. Love Christian. Edge Edge is fantastic. Edge is great. But again, I'm one of those guys. I don't know why I always gravitate toward the lesser of the two. And I mean, I just mean by star status. I don't mean anything else. Like just two people, popularity, I guess. Uh, and Edge is fantastic. I really like Edge a lot. But man, Christian was. I, <laughs> do you remember when he actually got. He won. Well, they had split up the title technically, but he won a SmackDown version of the world title?
1: Yeah. No, I didn't really watch it then.
0: I. Choked up because <laughs> okay. I just like
1: because I, I like
0: the guy so much because that's like right
1: when Edge retired,
0: yeah, yes, yes. Uh, but my pick is the Hardy Boys, some of the best. I mean, you had two that they, they work so well together, legit brothers, but also because Jeff could do the high flying stuff and Matt could actually do a lot of the he's really underrated in his actual wrestling skills stuff, and that's why they kind of worked really well. And they didn't try to hide their accents either when they talk, which is also great to me. I can't because you know uh, Vince McMahon famously doesn't like a southern accent. <laughs> no, so
1: <laughs> I can't believe they lasted this long, or he lasted this long. I'm going with Hbk.
0: I've been debating him where if I picked him, where I was going to take him. Where you take Just
1: him? on that cusp of the Attitude Era.
0: Yeah, he's oh. another one of those kind of bridges in a way.
1: I got to go HBK. The heartbreak kid,
0: Shawn
1: Michaels. There's my showstopper.
0: There you go. Yeah. And have a great match with anybody. Yep. Uh, my favorite Hulk Hogan match. Is with him. <laughs> I really do enjoy that match for how stupid it is. I realize even, how... though, even though if you really break it down, Shawn's been a real dick. But <laughs> it's yeah. very funny to me. That's where
1: I really... Appreciate the work And yeah. we don't really see it when a guy Like we listen to Jim Cornette Constantly we don't always agree With Mr. Cornette but we do He's a very in
0: fact in fact he, if I'm being honest I barely agree with him but he's entertaining to He's me. very entertaining Uh, And
1: he Hates Shawn Michaels the person But speaks very Very highly of Shawn Michaels the performer
0: Well I mean Sean would even tell you Himself during yeah, this he, time he was a Real prick so yeah like he very much admits it. Uh, hopefully he's not as I don't think he seems as bad now. Apparently he's pretty. They like him a lot because he does a lot of NXT help there. So all right, that's a great great uh, pick right with he, the Lord. He did, yeah. It helps a lot of people from what I've heard. Um, all right, this is a personal pick for myself. One of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, also, I would always pick this guy on WCW Revenge because I wanted to do a Shooting Star. Right, I gotta do a shooting star press, and you can't freaking power bomb this man. No matter in fact, the one time I saw him got power bombed, my jaw dropped because that just doesn't happen. I'm going Billy Kidman here. You love Billy Kidman. I do. I'm talking he wore the the jorts before John Cena. And uh this guy was incredible. So I'm gonna go with Billy Kidman, even though uh, even though one of his big storylines toward the end when he was getting, I was very excited because he, he had become like one of the main event acts. In fact, his program was with Hulk Hogan or Hollywood Hogan. Mm-hmm. And that's a big deal. But if you break it down, the whole program uh, started with uh, him having a sex tape with Tori Wilson. Uh, so uh, only I, I, only the best. Yeah. You'll never guess who was in charge of creative then. Never, ever guess again, Cornette doesn't like this guy. Oh, (laughs) running theme. Uh, But I got to be like him in here because I always like this guy could put on some bangers of a wrestling match. So Billy Kidman.
1: Uh, My next pick. Actually, oh, you didn't know. Oh, you guys better go call somebody. Oh, yes. To this day do not remember my children's birthday all the way, but I can recite the whole entire thing for the new age Outlaws. I love UH Outlaws. This is my favorite tag team of all time. It's a fact. My kids get very angry with me that I can sit there and <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages D generation X proudly brings to you their WWF tag team champions of the world. The Road Dog, Jesse James, the Badass Billy Gunn, the New Age Laws, and they're like, "How do you remember that word for word?" But you can't remember our birthday or our names. And I'm like,
0: <laughs> "Or our names?"
1: Oh, it's real bad. It's bad, Johnny. It's real bad. There's times where Jacoby, I'll be sitting there. I'm talking to my wife in bed, and I have to go. It, uh, we'll talk, and I'm like, "Who is that?" who's that little blonde-haired <laughs> kid that his room's down the hall? And, like, and she'll go, your son, Jacoby? And I'm like, could yeah, you, yeah. Could okay. you imagine
0: so, if your dad was talking to you and if your own father was talking I, about you and forgets your name? I, okay, you
1: want to hear something real bad? I, more than anything. Okay. so <laughs> We're waiting in line. And I have to remember Jacoby's birthday, but it's just more of like a ref like re- like a reflex now. Cause he takes he takes medication. So we're sitting there we're waiting in the CVS drive-thru, waiting for his medication to come up. And he just shouts out, he goes, August fourth. And I go, I go, Oh, what's going on August fourth? Think there's something in the area going on that he wants to go to? And all he does is look at me and go, It's my birthday, dad. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> That's so sad. That's so sad. I get, I get up. There's three of them. I gotta worry about what's going on that day, okay? I just worry about what's going on that
0: day. I'm over here. So yeah,
1: that's, that's this, how bad I get. <laughs>
0: That's my, it was funny as I bet he was being sincere because he knew you really did forget. It was yeah. like you were trying to play a joke like a dad would do. No, was, I, you legit well, because if he would have put the year afterwards, I think it would
1: have dawned in my head. Cause I have to yeah. say his birthday every yeah, right, yeah. year, every time, you know, I call, make a doctor's appointment or anything else. Sometimes I jumble <laughs> them
0: together. Like
1: all yeah. you know, three, one,
0: <laughs> like I just combine them. <laughs> But yeah, now I'm laughing. I don't have any kids. I would probably be the same way. Always. I'm really bad with him. unless like your birthday is on, uh, like I can remember one of my friends' birthdays because, uh, when I first met them, their birthday happened on a Friday the 13th. And that's legit the only reason I can remember that
1: because well, it's something like that. He's the only one that doesn't have a birthday within three months. Okay. Yeah. So I was born in December. My oldest son was born in December. My wife was born in January.
0: That's a great daughter line. was
1: born in February, and here's Jacoby with August.
0: Oh, yeah, he's the outlier there, so
1: that's what I gotta tell him. I'm like, dude, yeah, you're, you're not in the sequence. If I can, <laughs> if <you're- laughs> it's your if fault he, that he also- you were born then. <laughs> Those are mad that two of my like really good childhood best friends, like I can recite their birthdays, but I can't, <laughs> but they're also September. Yeah, november so it's like a fall type deal like if your birthday is in the summer i can't i can't comprehend it like i have a cousin that well, they tell me he was born in may but in my mind he was born in june so i always him a happy birthday on the day in air quotes that they say he was born but that's probably the actual day but in my mind he was born in june for some reason i have him in june but yeah, I got it's, you.
0: It's just it's, so funny. Like, I just imagine your son just being just so dejected in the backseat <laughs> of your car. because his dad. Didn't know it was his birthday. <laughs> oh, he knows. He knows. Oh, like, oh that's going to be a dark tie of the ring coming up. If he gets into wrestling, that's going to be a story for sure. Oh, yeah. I can even see the reenactment now. <laughs> Dropping a drive through to CBS. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get my last pick for... The Attitude Era. I can't believe this guy is still here. I'm going to have some great, just great matches with my picks here in this in this era. Just with my last one, two, three, four picks. I'm going Ray Mysterio. Ooh, not filthy uh,
1: animal, Ray Mysterio.
0: No, no, no. I'm talking masked Ray Mysterio. Uh, still going today. Still putting on bangers today. Pretty incredible if you think about it. It is, but in my opinion one of the if not the greatest uh small guy in pro wrestling, right? He's got to be up there for sure.
1: Yeah. Definitely not Marco stunt. Huh.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Rey uh, Mysterio, I mean, the Rey Mysterio just is so dang cool and do yourself a favor if you like pro wrestling at all and you haven't gone back and seen the Halloween Havoc of the match with him and Eddie Guerrero. Oh, yeah. Got every way to see it. That match is incredible. One of the best matches I've ever seen. Uh, but just such a great, like innovative wrestler, too. Like, he would pull out a move out of nowhere. It just looked incredible. And it really does take a lot for me. This is just my personal likes when it comes to a pro wrestler. If you're a high flyer, it takes a lot for me to like you if you do a lot of high flying. I I like you to mix it up and make it look like a real quote unquote fight. Uh, That's just where I, that's just what I personally like. I don't mind the comedy. Actually, i kind of enjoy the comedy and the mixture of it, but I want to have a little bit of, I like to be work too. work me, you know, just work me. I don't, Uh, but I I think Ray did a really good job of like his, using his size to like making it look like it's an advantage that he throws himself at people in these certain ways. You know, like he was, and also famously, one of the most, the memory that will always be etched in my brain is Kevin Nash lone darting him into the side of that <laughs> that trailer. <laughs>
1: Poor Ray.
0: <laughs> Ray Mysterio, and that closes out my Attitude Era draft. Except uh-huh. for the, I went, uh, I'll actually go ahead and next time I'll take my uh, Attitude Era manager. So who's your next pick? The Dudley Boys. I, Go. Are you taking all of them or just the two main ones? Uh, I'm just taking D-Von. I'll even throw in Spike Dudley. I think you got to have him, too. He was my favorite Dudley, personally.
1: I was always a big fan of uh Dig- Big Dick Dudley, the one at monster.
0: Yeah, I was just always jealous. You know, god would be like the, the adequate Dick Dudley would be my name. I think that's the
1: thing that a lot of people, they see the Dudley boys, like TNA Dudley boys, wWF I still call it WWF WWF Dudley Boys but the pure the fact that the Bubba Ray and Devon aren't even the original Dudley Boys right that they're the biggest over for the Dudley Boys is just absolutely amazing because if you look at the original gimmick for the Dudley Boys it's actually kind of pretty funny it's comedic but it's not Idiot comedic, because it's like right. Papa Dudley was a territory wrestler, and he just went from territory to territory, just doing his thing. And that's, and that's how the Dudley Boys came. But to see like Joe Gardner and Sign Guy and ECW, and just the Dudley Boys as they should be, it's just yeah. amazing. But I'm just, I'm just gonna go with the two. I smart. like smart. I like Spike, but they always fought Spike, even though I was kind of mad when WW removed his finisher from the acid drop to like the dirty
0: dog or something like that. They always do stupid stuff like that. Yeah. Kids. Okay. Damn kids. All right. So I'm going to pick my manager here for uh, the Attitude Era. And I almost wanted to save him from one more pick. No, don't I have 10? I'm bad. I'm bad at math. Uh, let me see what we got here. I uh, got Stone Cold, Mick Foley, Sting, Kane, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Eddie, Hardy Boys, Billy Kidman, and Rey Mysterio. Is that ten? Yes, yeah, ten. Maybe I'm bad at math.
1: Yeah. Okay. Am I right? Yeah, I think you have one more Golden Age guy.
0: Right. Yeah, I haven't finished my Golden Age for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, and I'm probably throwing you off because I'm technically picking. I made it. Oh, yeah, that's probably throwing your numbers off. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to take my manager here for the attitude era. And I almost wanted to save him from, for the other era. But there's another guy I want for that era. So, um, but you know, Andrew, when I think managers, the first name that I think of is. Oh, yes. Oh, of course. okay. Good. I got to go Paul Barra here. One of, in my opinion, greatest and most unique characters in pro wrestling and was a legit by the way the reason that he got that gimmick because that's that was really his day job (laughs) uh he really did a ran like a funeral company so paul bearer uh just such an awesome character that i will always remember like when i was when i was young and i was really thinking man i want to get into wrestling but even though for my size I was fairly athletic, I wasn't athletic enough for sure, but I could take a bump and I could talk. And I was like I was looking at a certain Paul Bear. I was like, "You know what? You could do I, it. I think I could do something like that. I think I could be a really good manager because I could be a mouthpiece for somebody for sure." And uh ultimately obviously I never did it, but uh <laughs> he was my big inspiration,
1: Percy Pringle.
0: Yes. <laughs> Hey, great potato
1: chip. I got to go one more tag team because I'm out of balance. And I was thinking I got two golden area in mind for what I want to do. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with Loverboy boy, Dennis and beautiful Bobby. Eaton. I'm going with the midnight express.
0: Oh, that's a great pick. That is a great, great pick, man. Uh, Bobby Eaton, by the way, another underrated guy. Oh hugely.
1: and probably the nicest guy ever in wrestling from. Yeah. What I understand from sounds like it, right? Mick yeah. Foley like people talk about Mick Foley, but even Mick Foley was like, no, I think Bobby Eaton <laughs> at yeah. time. this is the guy Bobby Eaton who was a heel, but also would make sure he carried extra pairs of socks, underwear, food, whatever he had on the road just in case somebody needed it that's absolutely amazing and i love the story of uh when bill dundee found out that a wrestler was dating his daughter and he was furious absolutely furious and she said who are you dating and she said bobby and and he said oh okay that's fine (laughs) <laughs> so, oh, right yeah. So right there just speaks volumes of how great Bobby Eaton is. I've heard stories of him buying kids hot dogs. Yeah. Before events. Like right. be outside and they wouldn't have enough money, and he would be like, here you go, kid.
0: So yeah. But I got all I'm right. Gonna, I'm gonna go with the Midnight Express. it's a good pick. Um This guy could technically fit in either, but I need him for my golden era because that's the spots I have left. And he's still there. And he's another one of those guys. When I was young, I was like, I don't, I don't get this guy. But as I got older, I was like, this guy's actually pretty great. And I think it's just, I had this hang up about submission finishers. I don't know why for the longest time, I just hated him. Uh, But um, I mean, he's, he had his own express even Andrew, you know, and from all, from, from the sounds of things, And today, if you meet him today, he's actually one of the nice guys today from the sounds of things. And you have a great story about him, too, by the way. Uh, I'm going to go Lex Luger or Luther, as I accidentally call him from time to time, because I read too many comic books. (laughs) Lexi, Luxy. Luxy. That's right. Fantastic uh, bus, too, by the way.
1: You know what? Take a little listen to this uh, commercial break. Every
0: week on the Superstation, there's a storm, Live, Thunder, last Thursday night. An avalanche of agony smothered Booker T and the NWO ambushed the wolf pack. Thunder, tonight, 8.05 Eastern, only on the Superstation.
1: So one more Attitude Era singles. Damn it. Who do I want? I think I got all the big You know what? We didn't get all the big ones. We didn't get triple H.
0: Ah, you're ready to play the game. I guess
1: I am. And I also have the combination. If I want to make another tag match, I yeah. got the original DX going there. See, I got, the uh, I got the outsiders. If I want to do that, I can't believe I'd messed
0: that up there, but all right, we should have everybody now. All right. So I have, I have, uh, my last golden era pick here. Yeah.
1: You should have your manager.
0: No, I have I have an actual pick. I have oh, a wrestler here. Yeah. man, We just did this after. I know we just did this. <laughs> I love you, buddy. Let's 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 do this. We can do it, this. I believe in you.
1: <laughs> this is such a
0: good idea on paper until we actually gotta oh, it's still a great idea, and I refuse to believe otherwise. <laughs> despite how maddening it would be if you can count and we can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, so I'm trying to decide who I want for my last pick here. Um, I'm kind of down between a couple guys that are still on the board that I really like. I'm trying to decide. Oh man, between one guy who always had a two by four with him, or <laughs> <laughs> gee,
1: I wonder who that could be. You know,
0: I think that's the only
1: there's probably two maybe three acceptable times in life that you can ye- shout the word ho yeah in in public is
0: yeah that, it's that or Santa Claus doing it three times Santa Claus
1: <laughs> or if you're at like a Thundercats convention
0: oh yeah 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 but other than that there's no other acceptable moments in all life. right so I'm trying to decide between three all right I got you know him or Harley Race or George the Animal Steel I'm trying to decide between these three because I've always liked these three guys. So I'm huge. totally happy with either one of these. Um, I, I, Man, there's just something about a guy who would eat the turnbuckle that I'm like, I, I get that guy <laughs> <laughs> and he's a strange man. Right. Uh, and I, I got to go George's animal still. uh, just such a weird, strange guy. You never know, kind of know what you're going to get. Man, that's, I feel bad leaving Harley Race because uh, he's such a great heel. But the uh, George Steele. I'm going George Steele here. And now I have That's one um, one manager left. Now you have one manager left. And I do believe I have both of
1: my managers left still. Yeah. Cause I filled out mine. Uh gee. Oh uh, this is hard. Well, you took ball bearer, and I'm gonna go golden era. The probably greatest manager ever. Let me just, I knew it. let me just point, let me just point. Yep. yep. Right to the brain, right to the brain. Oh man. I was hoping you wouldn't take him. I,
0: how would I not take him? Oh God. It's Bobby. One, in my opinion, the greatest manager ever, Bobby, the brain, and also in my opinion, the true nemesis of Hulk Hogan back in Hulk Hogan's golden era. Oh yeah. Give me Bobby. Oh, that's such a great pick. Ah, oh, I really wanted that one. How,
1: how do you not? It, Golden era manager. I don't think I've ever heard anybody not say that he is not the greatest manager of all time.
0: Well, I think Paul Heyman just went, uh, made the rounds recently because he called himself the greatest, and someone brought up Bobby Heenan and he goes, Who cares? He's dead. <laughs> oh, geez, it was a character. Oh, okay. But, uh, Because he's very attuned to uh,
1: the business as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, My manager then, since you took him, I'm going to take my next favorite golden era manager, not only for his amazing manager skills, but also uh, this guy happened to be one of the most famous plumbers of all time. Captain Lou Albano. Oh, (laughs) Captain Lou. Yeah. Slash Mario. That's who I'm taking here.
1: I thought you were gonna go with like uh classy Freddie Blassie. I could
0: have. But Did you know, know, my heart lies with the with the an Italian plumber, and he was my Mario because when that cartoon came on and he was playing the live action Mario, that was that sealed it for me. Uh jeez. Let's see who we got here. And it's because of him and his connections. With Cindy Lauper that really helped uh boom WrestleMania.
1: Do you know who I find to be a very underrated manager? That if I go back and I watch stuff, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty he's he's pretty cool. It's slick.
0: Yes, yeah. I mean, that's another topic we can do at uh you know wrestling managers, but uh because I really, really love them. Uh but yeah. Well, we've done it. That's our.
1: Well, oh, you got one more. No, you I got, got one more. more.
0: Yeah. we got Attitude
1: Era manager. Does he fit in there though?
0: I asked you about Owen Hart, so I'll be really lenient here.
1: You mentioned him. You mentioned him, Paul Heyman, which I, think I would, I would,
0: have... I would pick him. I yeah, because he was definitely active in the nineties. I mean, he's running with that giant cell phone. Remember? So he he, he started then, and he ran ACW, and then he went to. Oh, he doesn't like.
1: Yeah, he wasn't a manager, though, in ECW.
0: Right. He was literally the,
1: the one who ran it. Oh, it's tough. Um, Jim Cornette got mentioned in managers.
0: Oh, man. Well, I want him to listen to this and be mad, so that way he talks about me. I don't think he talks about anything he actually likes. Who, Cornette? Yeah. <laughs> this is how we get our name out there, Andrew. <laughs> uh, was
1: Because Brock Lesnar came in in, like, 2001, right?
0: Yeah, early 2000s, yeah.
1: Well, Heyman's on here and he managed. I'm going to go Paul Heyman. I know there's going to be somebody
0: pure. You have to ask me if I'll allow it. You already said you would. Oh yeah. I just wanted to be asked. I was going to say yes, Andrew. I just wanted to be asked.
1: Is it okay if I pick Paul Heyman? Yeah, that's fine with me. (laughs) (laughs) I just, and I heard he is a really great guy in the real life. Unless he
0: owes you money.
1: Yeah. Unless he owes you money. (laughs) (laughs) I heard conversational wise to lesser. I don't want to say lesser talent to the extras like Matt was.
0: Yeah. Or if you're not on top of the card. Yeah. Uh, I, there's great stories of if he, if he liked you, he would really, really pull for you and do what he could to help you. If he saw something in you and nobody else was seeing it he would really push for you. It's Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns right now without Paul Heyman. That's a lot of characters. I mean, a lot of characters, a lot of wrestlers. You can say that about, right? Man, all right, well, we did it. We got our picks yeah. for both these eras. Somehow. I think we've got the correct number. I think we do.
1: If we don't, we will drop or add people. I was kind of going through the list as we were talking, but yeah, I think, I
0: think we did it all. By some miracle from Vince McMahon himself, we've done it. Minus the, you know, the terrible things we we've, we've, we've done it. Uh, now, what do we do now, Andrew? What's going to be the second part of this that you can only get on the retroactive sports
1: podcast. Yeah, we are going to take these guys and we are going to make our own cart from our rosters that we drafted.
0: Oh, just so you know, if you're not familiar, card means show.
1: Oh, yes. We are making our own show because SummerSlam is this month. So I figured this is fun. And like I said, that guy made the Andre the Giant comment, which
0: irritated us a little bit. Irritated me. Well, it irritated me today because I just now heard about it. Yeah. yeah. And I
1: think wrestling is a big part of sports history. Yeah. Which the retroactive is all about. And I think a lot of people look at it as the The F word, fake, and everything. Oh,
0: closed.
1: I said it. I said as. Do I use the F word? I use it as choreographed, predetermined matches. It's still real to me. It, damn it. it! Yes, it is, and that is the great thing about wrestling. Has a wonderful history, wonderful storylines. I think. When you go, just look, go look back on YouTube at a lot of this stuff. This was a family event. This is yep. like going to the baseball, going to a baseball game, going to a football game. This was a family event. You see grandma, grandpa, aunts, uncles, everything else in the stands. So to bag on wrestling, I mean, you can to each their own, but. It's something enjoyable. yeah. It's it's a reality scape. It's like any other sports or any other TV show. It's to each their own and yeah. it's a beautiful thing when it is done 100%. I'm going to say 100% perfect, but when it is done right and you actually have to sit there and wonder how did they pull that
0: off and it's that
1: guy really hurt. Because I kind of think they, it's
0: I kind of think you can go to a wrestling show no matter who you are and you'll find at least one person or one match. That'll really, really catch you. Oh yeah. Cause there's all kinds of different styles and different characters and people. Somebody's going to float your boat. As they say, there's just too many good things
1: out there when it comes to wrestling, I feel. And we talk about Cornet where he's like, oh, I don't really like this. I don't like this. But I think it's one of those things where you have to have a variety of show of things now that there's no territories.
0: Yeah. Back yes. in
1: the territory days, you could say, this is our style. This is what we're going to do. This is what the people want. But now that right. it's nationally broadcast,
0: you got to be able to grab in everybody. Yeah. Um. So that's that's the show both shows (laughs) uh andrew and i appreciate all of you listening uh we have facebook pages for both these shows please go join those if you haven't already uh as my xbox turns itself on it scared the crap out of me i don't know if you could hear that uh but it's uh but thank you for joining us we appreciate it also i really wanted to quickly say because this guy was important to both me and your childhoods and as of this recording he recently passed away uh, I know he wasn't a perfect guy. He had his troubles for sure, but we all do. Uh, but man, I, when I think back of, of all the things he was, he brought joy to for me as a kid, you know, just from the you know, Pee Wee's playhouse to the movies to And I was telling you this, the one thing that really sticks in my mind is the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. He was my favorite part. Uh, there's a very I'll always laugh at his dot at his death scene. It's really, really funny. That just lasts forever. Yes, <laughs> it keeps going even it's, after the
1: credit. I think it's one of the yes, first mid credit rolls.
0: Yes, it's so good. It's so good. And reading all these stories from all these people who knew him, uh, just really makes you think. Man, there was a regardless of the problems he went through. There was a nice guy there who actually cared about anybody. He met Uh real quick. I wanted to tell this one story. He was on one of those late night talk shows. I can't remember. If it was Something like Letterman, one of those. And, you know, in the green room where the guests are for the show, that's where they are. And there'll always be like a, the show will assign one of their assistants to be the assistant of the, you know, whatever the guest needs or helps. That's your job for that night. Right. Mm -hmm. And this guy, I'm sorry, I'm blinking on his name, but uh, this guy was like that night, uh, you know, uh, Rubens was going to be there and was just flabbergasted by how nice and helpful this guy was to the point where he invited him to his house the next week. Hey, you want to come hang out and you're not going to say no to Pee Wee Herman, but also you're going to think because especially during this time, like, I bet it's going to be really weird, right? (laughs) Cause he's kind of a strange cat, as they say. And the guy goes, I went over, he showed me around his house and we just talked and laughed and hung out and had a sandwich for lunch. And that was literally it. But he goes, the reason it stood out to me is because nobody outside of all the years, he was an assistant on that show. All the stars said, had been plenty of really nice people, but no one like invited me to their house. And from then on out would send me like a happy birthday text after that type of thing, you know? like nobody went to that level that that he did so i really wanted to quickly say um this really bummed me out yesterday uh when i found this news out what a uh, major part of our childhood andrew uh, will be really 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 missed yeah i huge huge Wee fan
1: growing up uh one of the worst days in first grade is my uncle got me an autographed Pee-Wee Herman picture. I took it to school because I was student of the month and it, you got to take something that you were proud of. I was proud of Pee-Wee, my autograph Pee-Wee Herman picture. Somebody stole it. To this day, I still don't, we don't know who stole it. They even did the turn off the lights and put it back where it is and nobody's going to say a word. Nobody would give up the Pee-Wee Herman picture, yeah, but Like you said, it's a lot of joys, a lot of everything else. And one of my fondest memories of my mother who passed about two years ago is never complained about getting us anything. But the one thing, the one story she always told was you'll enjoy this because it has to do with Hills and you just learned about Hills.
0: Uh, (laughs) For those who don't know, like I didn't know it's a store.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's was based in like the Northeast around in that area and she always talked about you know not going out to get anything out but she just says there i was standing at hills at two o'clock in the morning after getting off from like her second or third job so she could give us christmas waiting in line to pay for some stupid peewee talking peewee herman doll that she knew (laughs) was gonna piss her off and that is one of my favorite and i love that peewee herman Talking Pee Wee Herman doll, yeah. sweet pull string, everything else. And I loved every time she told that story. I do believe if you go back like episode three and there was also where I released it when she passed, Um, she does talk about that story. So that's what was when the show was let's talk, but no politics. Okay. But
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. If you ever want to go back and listen to her, talk about the damn Pee Wee Herman <laughs> absolutely Amazing. <laughs> So there's two things she knew so much that Pee Wee gave me joy in my life that she was going to do it. And she sat through because we watched the Christmas specials, everything. Yeah. So Pee Wee, I, I was, I think this is one that kind of got to me too. Is I'm yeah. trying to fight back tears because how much I love Pee Wee. When we did Saturday morning rewind, uh, couldn't find Pee Wee. I don't even know if we could find it to watch it, but I just knew. I was not going to like watch it. Cause I already knew the grade that
0: I was going to give it as oh, yeah, yeah, a plus yeah.
1: show. Awesome. Yeah, just,
0: awesome. Just and also an innovator of what could be comedy as weird as that may sound, uh, you know, the comedy is such a broad thing. What makes me laugh might not make you laugh and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was kind of the innovator to me. I mean, I was sure there were before him, but like sort of an alt comedy type of guy in a way, not afraid to take weird chances. Those Pee Wee Herman movies, if you go back and watch them, at their core, they're just kind of weird, right? But they work because of that. There was never one that was the exact same. Exactly, right, yeah. Uh, Which, a lot of movie franchises, you definitely cannot say that about. <laughs> it, it They're not exactly
1: the same in the same characters, same settings, from peewee's big adventure to peewee's big top to even that what is it big holiday they're all set differently but it's still the same peewee and we always talk about when we do movie reviews as long as you have the essence of the show then it's then it's okay and there was always that essence of peewee there no matter what type of movie he did what type of show uh he showed up and i think at 227 at one point I remember that, but also Paul Rubens, The range is just absolutely amazing. Mystery Men as the Spleen, yes. Um, <laughs> the FBI agent in Matilda,
0: yes, uh, yes. Well, and, like I, when we already said, Buffy. The one where he was in Buffy, but yeah, yes. Um. Man. but like you, like you said, also in relation to wrestling, he was one of the. Uh, he would show up on WWE every once in a while
1: yeah cuz he's he's the man. Yeah. since the money drawer. You're going to go in and you're going to see Pee-wee.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh Batman returns.
0: That's Tucker
1: <laughs> Cobblepot. <laughs> uh it's just so many great ones where you just would watch and you'd be like that that's that's Pee-wee. You knew him as Pee-wee, but Paul Rubens was really
0: great either way yeah. you look at it. Yeah. So rest in peace uh to a legend for sure. But yeah, thank you for listening to us, Andrew. And I appreciate it very much. And with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. It's got to be, it's got to be. Kane. I know what you're thinking. I'm not a real athlete,
1: I'm just a wrestler. 6 foot 10, 328 pounds. I won boxing golden gloves three years ago. I was a national champion
0: at the University of Miami. My jersey was retired at Florida State. I was the ultimate fighting champion. When you step through those ropes, bad things do happen. Had over 200 stitches. i suffered a dozen concussions. I've broken bones. I've separated shoulders. broke my neck. i blown out knees. But i still got up. This is who I am. This is what I do. I'm not really an athlete. This isn't real. Try lace with my boots. Well, King.